Good morning. This is Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. This is Friday, April 3rd. It's a very cold, cloudy, and stormy morning here in Kansas. Oddly, metaphorically, symbolically, I pray that the rain washes this coronavirus from our lives. I know that's not scientific, but it is how I pray. And I'm praying these days that the Lord will wash away this virus from our earth. Well, Podbean, excuse me, my podcast host recommended that new podcasters like myself take a pause and see what happens. So I haven't done a podcast for over a week. Just waited, let my site simmer a bit, and lo and behold, it worked. I got five new subscribers and about 50 hits just on my previous previous, uh, podcasts. But I've missed it. There's something cathartic about doing these podcasts. And thanks to Mary Jo and others who've asked me, where's your podcast? Did you get kicked off Podbean? No, but thanks for caring. And I want to say a special shout out and thank you to my niece, Anna, today for suggesting this topic. I'm grateful, Anna. Love you, girl. I've been married for over 25 years, and every single day of that time, I have wanted a dog. My friends bought me a gorgeous pup for my 40th birthday, but my idea of having a dog and my husband's idea of having a dog were two completely different things. Raised on a farm, my husband had never had a dog in the house. My parents were dog people, and we almost always had an inside dog and maybe a couple of outside dogs as well. Sadly, my 40th birthday present had to be returned as I realized my husband was miserable and it was probably easier for me to live without something than for him to live with something. After living five years in Lithuania, my husband and I moved back to the United States, moved back to Kansas. Was it my age? Was it dreading the transition back to the U.S.? Because we loved our lives in Lithuania. Or was it something more? I'm not sure. I like to think I'm a godly woman and that the Lord leads me. But we're all human and prone prone to make mistakes. As a pastor friend once told me, whenever the divine is moving, there's always a little dirt mixed in through us. But I sat my husband down, I looked him straight in the eyes, and I said, I'm getting a dog, not just for me, but for the grandkids too, and for exercise and for comfort and to help me transition back to the States. And he agreed. We got a puppy. And for my dear husband, Daryl, it was love at first sight. Thank God for that. We both fell madly in love with a flea-infested, eight-week-old, scrawny little puppy. And we named her Mindy. No, Mindy! For the first two months of owning our little schnoodle puppy, this was all you could hear at our house. No, Mindy, don't chew. No, Mindy, don't lick. No, Mindy, stop jumping up. No, Mindy, we need to do that outside. Outside! Our neighbors must have thought we were the worst pet owners in history. Mindy, no! We don't have a fence, and I worked hard to train her to stay inside our yard. Yes, without an electric fence. So all you could hear coming from our yard was, No! No, Mindy! And, Mindy! 
Mindy, no. It's like the only thing that we said to her. <laughs> She's just this tiny little black ball of fur. And I found that all I ever did was sh shout at her. <laughs> Those first few months were really hard. There was the whimpering, the crying, the barking, the scratching, the begging. And that was just my husband, Daryl, trying to get used to having a dog in the house. Little did we know that in those first few months of being back in the United States, our lives were going to drastically change and we were going to experience such grief and loss. We lost six family members and friends that first six months of being back. Our first family event was a funeral. Odd, isn't it? How God uses things in our lives that we could never expect. The strange comfort of having a little dog snuggle up against you as you cry. Or the unexpected joy of watching that little puppy play catch and joyfully return the ball to you. The gratitude that came because some days the only reason I got out of bed was to take care of Mindy. To watch over this little creature that simply could not care for herself. Walks, potty breaks, food, water, medicine, baths, brushing. All things she needed and could not provide for herself. And these were the things that kept me going and moving and breathing during that very difficult time. But Mindy has been more than just a nice form of comfort in tough times. Mindy Dog has been my teacher. I've learned so many valuable lessons about theology from my little dog. First, in our relationship, I'm always looking out for Mindy. And she has no idea. She's oblivious. God is like that with us, isn't he? Not that we're dumb animals, but compared to him, the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the ruler of everything, uh, I'd say we're pretty dumb compared to him. And yet he watches over us, seeing things we cannot see. There are times on our walks that I pick Mindy up and she has no idea why. And she's like, why are you doing this? Let me down. Let me down. This is my time to walk. And she'll squirm and she'll wrestle trying to get free from me. And I just hold on tight because I can see that crazy labral doodle ahead that tried to take a bite out of her last week. Or because I can see the overly excited kids playing in their yard and they're going to want to pet this little ball of fur and they will descend powerfully upon her. You see, I know she needs to be in my arms, protected. And God too sees ahead. He sees what's coming. And there are times that he grabs us up and takes us out of our daily routines and all the events we think we're in control of. And we don't know why, but he knows. And we need to wrestle in those big protective arms of his because he sees ahead and he's protecting us from danger. Secondly, Mindy gets into trouble a lot. She tries to eat things she shouldn't eat because they will make her sick and even give her diseases. She's got a messed up little digestive system and her vet says, don't let her eat people, food, or poo. That's right. Mindy likes to eat deer and bunny poo. They are the milk duds of the dog's life and she cannot get enough of them. 
So when I see her digging and gobbling up little bits and pieces, I know exactly what's happening. And I rush over there and I scold her and I tell her, no, Mindy, no. And she looks at me, she looks up at me wondering, what is your problem? A little bunny poo never hurt anyone. But it does. And for little dogs with little systems and little bunnies with big diseases, it's my responsibility to train Mindy not to eat poo. And I want to tell you, that was a lesson hard learned. Scolding, grabbing her, newspaper swats, and finally I got the vibrating collar because she had to learn. And fortunately, she did. God, too, knows there's things we shouldn't partake in. Things that might seem absolutely delightful to us, but in reality are harmful, dangerous, and yes, even deadly. God designed us. He knows how we function and how we operate. That's why he gives us guidelines for living. Sexual promiscuity, bad for the body and the soul. Lying, bad for us and those around us. Chasing after false gods, bad for society and for us personally. False gods are a lot like bunny poo, tasty in the beginning, disease-ridden in the end. But I think the biggest and most important theological lesson Mindy has taught me is the absolute delight and joy I experience when she obeys me against her will. When I see her desire to obey me is greater and stronger than her desire to chase that squirrel. And that is a very big desire. When Mindy sacrifices her own will and cravings to follow me and do what I ask of her, my heart almost bursts. When she learns something contrary to her dog nature and demonstrates her love to me through obedience, I'm overwhelmed with love and pride and joy. And I think that might be in some way what happens to our Father God's heart when we obey Him and do as He commands us even when it's hard. I am pretty sure our Father God knows how difficult it is to give something up or to stop certain behavior or to walk by faith and not by sight, believing that He knows the beginning from the end. But we press in and we look up at Him with loving eyes and say, I choose you, God. I will obey you because I love you more than I love me. And I think this brings him joy and this blesses our creator's heart. And this is our way of saying thank you to him. I'm thinking about that old hymn, trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Well, thanks Mindy for teaching me so much. And thank you, Father God, for loving me enough to teach me through this little pup. I hope you're having a great day. I hope that you are being strong in the Lord, that you are holding on to him tightly because he cares for us. He's watching over us and he is perfecting the things concerning us. Well, love you. Blessings. I hope you'll give a comment, give a thumbs up, thumbs down, and maybe even recommend the podcast to some of your friends and family. I could use a few more subscribers. This has been Truth Matters with Terry McCarthy. Blessings and thanks again for joining me.